Rachel. So welcome to the show. Today we're talking about some things that you can do in December before you close out the new year that have nothing to do with goals, but will help you to be in better position at the beginning of the year to set your goals for the new year. So we often think about our goals during this time of year. It's December, it's like mid-December right now. And people are always like so stressed out and they're thinking about what they've accomplished, what they haven't accomplished. And they're already thinking about what they're gonna do in the new year differently and all these goals. I would caution you to not jump into that right now. This is I Buy Myself Flowers. My name is Allison Tibbs. And today we are diving into how to really support you right now so that way you can live a life that feels more nourishing and more vibrant and you're healthy and you're happy and fulfilled. And before we dive in, speaking about that, I did want to let you know that the doors are still open to my group coaching program. It kicks off in January. It's 10 weeks. You're working with me in a group with amazing women. And we're really going to take some time to get clear on what it is that you want, what it is that you desire, what it is that you need in this coming year and beyond, if I'm honest. And then we start to look at the mindset and we look at boundaries and we're looking at what are the ways that we can ensure that if there's any blocks to getting the life that you want, we want to work through that and figure that out. And then once that happens, you know, beliefs and mindset and boundaries are often the thing that are like overlooked. And we go straight to the things that we want to do, the goals, the behaviors. So we kind of flip it on its head and we spend some time in beliefs and boundaries. And then we start working on the behaviors like self-care, fitness, nutrition, stress management, and how to improve your sleep. So if you are looking for a place and looking for more support, I made this program 10 weeks. Usually I do two cohorts of four weeks, one in January, one in February. Typically there are different women. This time around, I'm making it 10 weeks. So that way you have support for the first 10 weeks of 2024. And that means that you're gonna have a lot more accountability and a lot more structure and guidance around staying true and consistent to building the life that you want and achieving the goals that you want. Um, 8% of people achieve their goals, achieve their new year's resolutions that they set, like all of them. So this program is really meant if you have any health, wellness, kind of like deeper life, you know, personal goals that you want to work on this year or for 2024, then Nourish should definitely be a place where you sign up and you should be. So I'll link the show notes um, so you can have it and take a look at it, but let's dive in. Let's dive into this. So I posted up on my Instagram this morning, and I just talked about five things that I'm doing in December that have nothing to do with my goals, but are so important and can really set you up for an amazing year ahead. So here are the five things. I'll kind of bump through them really quickly. The first is decluttering. So really focusing on decluttering things out of your life, whether it's clothes, whether you look around your, your physical space. And if you're brave enough and have enough capacity and bold enough, start decluttering things on the mental, emotional, soul, spiritual side as well, because we accumulate so much stuff throughout the years. And if I'm honest, like I feel like this year I've accumulated a lot of stuff. I've accumulated a lot of physical stuff. I've accumulated a lot of stories about myself that actually 
don't really serve me. I've accumulated a lot of just things that have made me kind of question and judge and all of these things. And honestly, I don't want to take anything into 2024 that is going to bring me down, that's going to make me feel sluggish, that's going to make me feel like I'm not moving in the right direction. And so first, it's like the physical space. I think for a lot of times, that's the easiest place to start is looking at your physical space. So I've started going through emails and, you know, deleting emails and moving certain email, like emails to different folders. I'm actually archiving a lot of stuff. So I'm going through, I'm like, okay, this email was in January of 2023. I don't really need it. I don't, you know, it's taking up my current inbox. So I've just started that process every day. I spend about 15 minutes just going through my inbox, moving things around, putting them in proper folders and then putting it into a 2023 archives. So now as the year comes to an end, most of the things that are going to be in my inbox are things that are pertinent for the next, you know, for the next year or what's coming up unanswered or things that are pending, right? I've also gone through on apps on my phone and I've started to delete apps that I no longer use or no longer, you know, need. And just kind of going through that process. So even my home screen on my phone looks different because it feels less cluttered and chaotic. There are certain apps that I may have downloaded for like a free thing or, you know, one time I flew on Singapore Airlines. So I downloaded the app to be able to get some additional points, but I'm not flying Singapore Airlines that much. So I don't need the app. I still have my account, but I don't need the app on my phone. So going through that, going through voicemail. So there are some voicemails that I keep. I keep certain voicemails from certain people. Um, I actually heard a quote and they say that when like someone passes, like the first thing that goes is like the, like your memory is like the sound of their voice. So there are certain people that I like saved voicemails from, but other things I have not. So that way, like the most important people in my life, like I have, I'll have that, you know, for a while, but going through that, going through text messages, going through, um, photos on my phone, screenshots of recipes that I never made or whatever. Um, so you can start there, start in the digital space. That might be the easiest place to start, honestly. And then you can build and like looking at your closet, going and just seeing like, what are clothes that no longer fit clothes that are not representative of who you are now and where you want to go. That has been something that's been really, really fun for me is like, I'm, I pull out all the clothes in my closet and I just was like, okay, does this article of clothing, does it suit me now and or where I want to go? And I realized I was holding on to stuff, things I had like memories that like, I'm like, okay, I don't really need this like Coachella sweatshirt anymore. Um, actually, I even want the Coachella sweatshirt. Um, so like things like that, right. Or if I have like multiple pairs of like jeans, the same wash, the same cut, it's like, okay, pick the one that you really like fits you the best or the better quality or whatever. And this is also a great time to go through your closet because you can donate these clothes to shelters. You can donate clothes and, you know, jackets to like, you know, jacket drives, coat drives. So that's another thing where it's like a benefit. And there's like a big push now with like secondhand clothing and thrifting and, and recycling clothing. So just going through and, and getting through that stuff, documents, going through your junk drawers, going through all these different things. Like we know there's actually data that talks about that 
we see the increase of stress hormones, especially in women, based off of the amount of clutter that's in a home. So if your physical space is cluttered, then there's a good probability that you are producing more of a stress hormone. So one way to actually reduce stress in your life, especially if you're feeling super stressed out during the holidays, declutter, start to remove. And, you know, when I posted on Instagram, one woman even said like, oh, I saw, I need to, you know, declutter things and people. And yeah, like you might need to take a look at your relationships. You might need to take a look at your social life. You might need to take a look at just things that, that are cluttering your life. And I find that most of the times when there is clutter, it's things that don't even serve us right now. They served a past version of ourselves, but we hold on to it for memories or because, you know, someone gave it to us, but it doesn't serve who you are now or where you're going. And I think as a society, if we can start to realize that it's not the stuff that defines us, it's not the stuff that, that we don't need to keep accumulating stuff to feel worthy or valuable. And that if we do our due diligence of creating more space in our life, well, then we have space for more things that are suitable for who we are and where we are now and where we want to go. So that's the first thing, decluttering. It is so, so important. And honestly, the big thing I'm talking about with a lot of these things that I'm sharing is that they're going to help to decrease stress, going to help you to have more clarity, more focus. So that way you're able to handle the, the stressors of the everyday during the holidays, but also so you don't walk into 2024 depleted. And I have a pretty strong belief that a lot of people don't reach their goals because they set goals out of a like a, a space of lack and scarcity and stress and depletion. And so the goals are coming from a very superficial place or they're coming from a place that's not really true to like what they really want. So that's one thing to definitely think about. So the next thing is we're kind of talking about decluttering. Piggybacking off of that is throwing away like expired things. So if you have like go into your medicine cabinet, go into your pantry, go into your fridge, go into your skincare, your makeup, your all of that stuff and just throw away anything that has expired. We don't need to bring in anything that's expired into the new year. Now, for safety reasons. It's just a good idea to throw out a whole bunch of things that are expired so that way you don't get sick, that way you don't put yourself or your physical health in jeopardy. But again, if we take it a step deeper, it is it's also thinking about what in your life has run its course and taking the courage to dispose of that thing, that person that not like dispose of people, but like that relationship, like there might be a relationship that you either need to minimize how much time you're spending with that person. There may be some like, you know, accounts on social media that you follow that like have met the expiration date and like, you no longer need to follow them. You know, I was going through and I've been followed a lot of accounts on my Instagram 
Because there's some people, it's like, I don't even know them anymore. Like, we don't talk. I don't really know what's going on in their life. Um, you know, some like accounts I followed years ago when I was going through like my like super entrepreneurial hustle and grind. And like that message is not who I am anymore. I don't really lean into that like grind, grind, grind hustle. I'm in my soft girl, my nourished girl era. And so now it's like those images and those messages that I'm com- that are coming into my feed are not so helpful for me. And they're actually kind of triggering for me. And also like like certain people, like there are certain people that like, I don't feel good when I encounter your posts. So instead of quickly swiping by, I'm like, I'm just deleting it and being okay with it. And, you know, if there are certain things that have expired, like products, it's like, okay, well, either you go back to Sephora, you go to Ulta or you get on Amazon and you buy, you know, buy new and fresh or like, you know, maybe you didn't really need it as much as you, as you didn't want it. So like, where are things in your life, physical, emotional, spiritual, soul level, whatever that have expired? I know for me right now, I'm going through a season of being confronted with a lot of limiting beliefs and a lot of stories and a lot of things that serve me at one time, or a lot of things that were like a good like defense mechanism for me. And I leaned into them because they were familiar and there were things that I could lean on. But I'm now realizing that they're not serving me. They have expired. I do not have any need for them anymore. And I'll probably talk about this in an an episode, but one of the ways that I've been able to like get through some like expired thinking um, was through one therapy modality called um, RT, RRT. I actually don't know what it stands for, um, but it's kind of like hypnotherapy and you're able to like go and identify and put yourself back into moments of like deep trauma. Like I went back as like young as like four years old and it was really, really interesting because you're able to witness it, but you're not like reliving it. And then through that process, what happened was like, there were certain beliefs that I had, that had been like dropped in at such a young age that I carried with me into my adulthood. And I saw how it was showing up in my relationships, in my business, how it was showing up in um, certain like partnerships, like, you know, collaborative partnerships and things like that. And I would say like over the past month, things have really shifted because those beliefs and those kind of stories, like they're expired. So like we got rid of it. Um, So that's something just like to encourage you with. That's why I journal a lot. I journal all the time, like every day, like multiple times throughout the day, just journaling and processing things and getting curious about like, what is, why do I feel this way? Like, what is this bubbling up for me? Is this a story that I need to hold on to? Or is this a story I can let go of? And it's hard work. I'm not going to say that it's easy, but if you start with throwing out the expired things in your closet, in your you know medicine cabinet, in your pantry, in your fridge, um, that could be really, really helpful for like your physical health. But I think also what happens is you kind of get this like dopamine hit. I don't know, like when I started decluttering and like throwing away expired things in the physical realm, I started wanting to do it in other parts of my life. So that's my hope and wish for you that as you continue on this journey or this path, that you continue to do that. The third thing I would say is use this time to book your dentist appointments, book your doctor's appointments, book your therapy appointments, like get your shots, get your, you know, refills on prescriptions, go to the eye doctor. Actually, I need to book that. 
today. Um, but just get checked out, you know, like I think sometimes we are so busy in our days and our life and that we neglect our physical health or we might feel something is off. I often say like ignoring your check engine light and you ignore it and it gets worse. And so then by the time you get to the doctor, you're so far beyond where early detection could have happened or now you're in a place where it's like it requires you to either be, you know, out for a couple of days or requiring surgery or more like intense type of treatment or recovery. You know, I would say this weekend, actually, I spent five hours on the couch because my knee just like locked up. I could not straighten my knee for five hours. I can put pressure on it. I can do anything. And I was like so frustrated and like nervous and scared. It was painful. And, you know, luckily I have like a personal training background. So I kind of deduced it to some type of something with my meniscus. So I was like, okay, Allison, this is a sign. Something's going on. And yes, after me using my like hypervolt and like releasing, a, you know, my whole left side and my right hip and, you know, just working through some of that, I was able to get it unlocked, but I can't, I can't do that every day. I can't go through that every day. And sometimes we normalize it because I felt this before in the past. I felt it one time when I was on set filming a workout. And I remember thinking, I just have to like, I think the adrenaline just helped me to pop my leg out of place or back into place and get the job done. But I need to go get this checked out. So like getting an MRI, getting my eye, like my updated prescription so I can get new prescriptions for my glasses and my contacts so I can walk into 2024 with clearer vision. Like, I hope you see how this is a way to kind of like shift, not just what's happening in the physical for you, which is like kind of like the given, but there are things that can happen. Like I want to walk into 2024 healthy and with clarity, right? So let's say for example, if I didn't get my knee checked out and I said, you know, 2024, I'm going to run a half marathon, I'm gonna, which I would never do, but let's say I did that. Right. Or I wanted to start back heavy lifting or different things like that. What would happen is I would prioritize that goal and I would overlook what's happening with my knee. And there's a good chance that I will not be able to reach the capacity that I'm looking for because I have an injury. There's something going on. If I want to go into 2024 feeling super clear about where I'm going and what I want, I need to get an update on my prescription, right? If I want to walk into 2024, I want to know like what's going on in my body because that also might impact the types of goals that I set in January. So as they say, like the more you know, right? It's so important. And if you're afraid of going to the doctor, you're afraid of getting a bad report, Ignoring the problem isn't going to make it go away or make it better. It's only going to make it worse. So knowledge is power. And that's a part of self-care. These are things that we don't often talk about when it comes to self-care, but these are super, super important. It's important for you to know your status of your body, of your health, so you can make the changes. So that way you can be healthier, happier, and more fulfilled but it requires bravery and curiosity and it requires like accountability. So if you haven't already, this is your sign. This is your reminder to book the calls, book the appointments, get your checkups, get your things done. If you can't get in and like, you actually probably should try to get in now because 
end of the year, you can maybe spend some money in your HSA, FSA account. I don't know if you have that, but just like this is the time. And as things slow down in your personal life and professional life, hopefully this can be a great time to do that. So make your appointments, get yourself checked out, know what's going on in your body. Super important. The fourth thing, making time for your relationships. So I know for me personally, I have been very guilty of pouring myself so much into my work and into achieving and striving and success and trying to make money and all of these things that I've neglected my relationships. I neglected my relationships with like my families, with my loved ones, um, just, you know, it's, it's just been, I don't think I showed up as the best version of myself in those relationships. So now I'm doing my due diligence and not kind of like trying to make up for it, but just making time and just creating more of that space to spend time with them, to talk with them, because we're all feeling things right now. Collectively, the world feels really, really crazy. And I think love is such a great accelerant to healing and just like connection. It's so important. And as I'm going through a, a time period in my life where it's like deep initiation of healing, this is the first time in my life, if I'm being honest, that as I've been going through these transitions, personal, professional, um, I've leaned into my circle. I've leaned into my community. I've leaned into my close friends where usually I historically will suffer in silence and solitude. And I like put on a happy face and I don't tell people what's going on. And this time around, I've just really leaned into my community. And it's been so beautiful at how well I've been received. I think there was a part of me that felt like I can't, you know, go to these people because I don't, I haven't shown up as my best version of myself with sometimes over the course of the year with work, you know, unreturned, you know, calls or text messages or like text messaging, like a couple of days later. And I had a conversation with a friend recently and I kind of like, you know, I apologized. And I also was like, you know, and I want to be better at us, like having weekly check-ins. And she said, you know, we don't have to do any of that. You know, here's the thing. I love you. You love me. Our friendship is solid. Life gets hectic. All it is, is like just knowing that I can call you, you can call me. And when it aligns, we can find that moment to connect. And it just was like this deep sigh of relief of like, wow, you know me so well and you understand me and you have this compassion. And also I think a lot of my friends in my close circle, what I will say, they are deeply empathetic people. They are deeply connected people and they do a lot of inner work. Like I think my my inner circle, these are women and like a few men um, who, you know, they're they're in therapy, they're they understand that healing isn't like the destination, it's the journey. They're constantly like looking at their self-awareness and just looking like, how can I be better and how can I show up? And I think that also extends grace and compassion and curiosity and how they look at friendships. And also there's a level of accountability there too. So if I was really out of pocket, they would call me in and we would talk about it. And they have done that in the past. So just knowing that your relationships are super important. And also this is a perfect time to deepen the relationship with yourself. I think so often we get lost in the sauce and we don't know where we, we stand on certain things. I talked about in the last episode about your values. I've been spending this a lot of like November and December 
really, really, really getting clear on what matters to me, what's important to me, who I want to be, what I want to kind of leave into this year and not take with me. And just like going through that process and going through that, I've developed this deeper sense of self-love and self-appreciation, self, um, self-appreciation, self-acceptance. That's, that's the word. I've really kind of leaned into this and it's been so great because what it, it has allowed me to do is like, I'm now doing things that like I really want to do and I'm, I'm leaning into like what really resonates with me and just creating that space. So I even, even noticing the books that I'm reading and the TV shows that I'm watching and the podcasts that I'm listening to, they're just different. And even the activities that I'm engaging in right now, you know, I thought it was more dance and more this, but actually it's been more yoga and it's been, you know, more like walking and being more gentler with myself and, and like leaning into sweetness and, and this like softness, which I've never really done before, but I'm allowing that part of me to kind of come like out of the shadows and letting it play. So I find myself now wearing makeup differently and, you know, wearing different types of perfumes. And it's just so interesting of like just deepening this relationship of like, okay, Allison, what do you want now? Like, like what's important now? So really lean into your relationships. I think that's so, so important. And we know like scientifically that close relationships and the relationship you get with yourself really have an impact on your level of fulfillment and happiness in the world and in your life. So those who have closer relationships and those who have people they can get deep with and connect with and people who hold them accountable and people who really can just like be compassionate with them, they live longer. They have, they, there's tons of data out there. Um, and also it can lower anxiety and depression. So there's just some good, some goodness in relationships. Um, but the most important relationship is also, is always going to be the relationship you have with yourself. And I would say also as you're like, deepening your relationship with yourself. It's also being very honest with yourself because there might be some things in your relationship with yourself that you're like, this is not good. I need to make some changes. Like you have to call yourself in, you have to hold yourself accountable. Like when you're out of, out of alignment, when you're out of pocket, like how do you check yourself and be like, wait a minute. And I've been doing that a lot with myself and it's like annoying and frustrating, but also it's like, I feel like proud of myself. I'm like, okay, I'm, I am doing this thing. So just a little bonus there. And the fifth thing is lean into self-care. So not just like building, you know, a better relationship with yourself, but this is a moment where it's like prioritizing hydration, prioritizing rest, prioritizing boundaries, prioritizing eating foods that are not just all like your holiday favorites, but like making sure you're also getting like nourishing foods more protein, more veg throughout the day, but also, so also enjoying, you know, the holiday festivities, but, you know, not just neglecting your physical body, your mental state, your emotional health, all of those things. So if there's anything that you feel like you need, then, then give yourself that, that space to lean into self-care and really define it on your terms. Self-care can be such a difficult thing for people, especially high achieving people, because you start to think that it's like another thing on your to-do list. You start to think that it's another thing that you have to check the boxes off of. That's not true. 
Self-care can look many different ways. For me today, my self-care was allowing myself to sleep in. And if I'm being honest, this month, I turned my alarm off. I naturally wake up early, but I was like, you know what? I'm not scheduling anything before 10 o'clock, no meetings or anything like that. And I have not really stressed out about my wake up time because I'm prioritizing rest. I'm in a season of like rest. Um, And like, we are all in a season of rest, which is ironic that this tends to be the season where everyone's like so busy doing so much. If we look around us, the world is like nature is slowing down. Leaves are falling off trees. It's getting colder. The days are shorter. The nights are longer. We have more darkness, which means that's the prime time to slow down, you know, let yourself really rest. So that's something I've been really prioritizing and it's been amazing. It's been life-changing, honestly, because even in this period of slowness and stillness and more rest, I'm still getting things done. And I would say I'm getting things done with more ease and grace and efficiency than when I'm multitasking, doing a bunch of things all at once. I'm way more focused. So I'm like, okay, maybe because I know my days are shorter, I'm way more focused on like on my priorities each day. So I'm only spending time on things that deserve my utmost attention that move the needle or move the ball forward, um, you know, the most impact. So there are certain emails or certain people, there are certain activities that I don't necessarily need to be prioritizing. And I'm also looking at those priorities and think, okay, all the things on my to-do list, what can I eliminate? What can I delegate? What can I automate? I'm always asking myself that question every time I do my daily to-do list. That's the first thing that I look at. Is there anything on this list that I can take off my plate or move to tomorrow? And so then from there, once I figure out what's like a real priority and what can be eliminated, delegated, automated, or moved to a later date, then I take those priorities and I reprioritize them. And I look at each one of those items and I say, okay, Of these items, what has the most importance and the most urgency? And I put two dots on everything on my list. That's high urgency and high importance. And those become my focus for the day. That becomes my focus. And I don't even look at anything else on that list of like, maybe it's high importance or maybe it's high urgency, but my first priority is the two dots. And so that's what I write down those three things on a post-it, put it on my laptop. And that's like what I focus on for the day or for that hour or whatever it is. And I just kind of plug through. Once those priorities are, are done, then I go back to my list. I'm like, okay, high, high importance, high urgency. I go next, what's high urgency? It may not be that important, but if it's urgent, I just want to get it off my plate. So it's done. And I get it off my plate, then high importance. And then I go and look, okay, what needs to be delegated, automated, those types of things as well. So that has been a game changer for me, but why it's why I bring it up here is because it allows me to lean into more self-care for myself because I'm taking things off my plate. I'm like literally alchemizing time, creating more time in my day. And instead of filling it with other people's priorities or things that are not a high priority for me, right? I can then put it, I can pour it back into myself. And I'm way more productive. I've been way more productive in this month. And if I'm being honest, my business is picking up faster this month than it did October, November, which is interesting because I was like 
really like moving and grooving. And now in the state of rest, things are like happening and unfolding in a much, so much more ease from how I'm creating content on social, how I'm recording my podcast now, everything just is, it feels easier and more simple and gets done a lot quicker because I have more space. And that's the beauty of self-care. And self-care can look many different ways. So that is my focus and my thought process for you. So five things to do this month that are going to help you to lower your stress, feel lighter, feel brighter, have a bit more clarity, more focus, more energy capacity. And when you're in that space, come January, when you set your goals, imagine how much um, clearer and confident you're going to be in setting the goals that you have in January in this state of like, Ooh, I feel good. Ooh, like, you know, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the beginning of January to like set some goals, do some vision planning, do my vision board, because I'm going to walk into 2024 feeling so resourced because I'm decluttering. I'm getting rid of expired things. I am taking, you know, a good holistic view of my health physical, mental, dental, eye care, all that stuff. So I can walk into 2024 just with clarity around what my body needs and, and how I can support myself. Also spending more time just getting filled up, like getting my cup filled up with people that I love, people that love me, people that, you know, just raise me to like this highest version of myself and deepening my relationship with myself. So I'm going to be making decisions that serve the highest good for me. And when I make decisions that serve my highest good, guess who benefits? Everyone else. Because when I'm supporting myself as my best self, then everyone else benefits, right? And it's not coming from a people-pleasing way. It's just naturally, it has to be that way. When we're in people-pleasing mode, we're not our best selves. We're not our best selves when we're in people-pleasing mode. mode. Okay. So there's a great benefit there. And then fifth, just leaning into more self-care just to kind of like reset, recuperate, get yourself back and just fill yourself up. So you don't start the new year depleted. So I'm so curious to hear how this lands for you and to the listeners out there. I just want to say, thank you. I did my Spotify like wrapped um, for the podcast and I didn't realize that I had so many people who I was like in their top five podcasts, um, five-star rating, which is amazing. Um, so seeing that really just made me, you know, feel so grateful and how much, so much gratitude for each and every one of you, um, listening and following me on this journey. And this podcast is evolving and it's going to continue to evolve. And you're probably noticing a shift in me and noticing a shift of where this is going, but, um, I'm super excited about it. And I'm just so grateful that you're listening in and that there, that what I'm sharing has value for you. And my hope is that, um, as I continue to go through my life, I always say my life is a curriculum. So as I go through things, it gives me even more of this energy to share it with you. And I've always wanted this podcast to feel like pulling up, you know, a seat with me and I'm just kind of sharing some things with you and that it feels good and that's easy to receive. So I just want to give that shout out and to say thank you so much. And um, you all inspire me to keep recording and keep doing this. This started off as like a passion project. And now it's becoming something that feels like just so aligned with where I want to go in 2024. So again, I'm not setting any goals as of right now, but this feels really good right now. And also if you want to join me in my group coaching program, Nourished, then please, please, please um, check the link 
in the show notes, learn more about it, sign up and join. If you're listening to this in December, there is an opportunity to save 50% or $50 off, I should say $50 off and get access to two really special um, workshops that I have um, included in the group. So right now we're doing a year in review um, on Wednesday, which I'm so excited about. I'm gonna walk through my process of how I review my year and the, the questions that I ask and how it just helps kind of to this point, give us more clarity around this year and give us more clarity around how we want 2024 to be different. And then in January, before like we kick officially kick off our group coaching calls, I will be doing um, a um, new year nourished me kind of like vision casting goal setting workshop, which is how I do my goal setting and do it in a very different way than I think a lot of people do it. And um, I've seen it do a lot in my life and I've seen it do a lot in my clients' lives as well. So I'm really excited to share this process in a really streamlined way. So if you want to get access to those workshops, if you sign up after you know, one workshop's already happened, you'll get the recording because you'll be a part of the members only platform. And that platform has all the recordings, a lot of resources, a lot of videos, a lot of meal plans, workouts, things will all be housed in the members only portal. We can also meet other amazing women. So join me in Nourished if you want to spend some real time with me in the beginning of 2024. It's going to be a lot of fun. I guarantee you will not be um, disappointed. Um, two of the women have reached out to me who were a part of the 2023 cohort. We did uh, only four weeks and in four weeks, they're coming at the end of this year. Um, one person just completed their yoga teacher training and is so excited about that. And she talked about that in January, talked about that in the spring with me and it's done. Another woman is now, um, has a new job, and she was like, it was in that group. I thought about like how I wanted to shift this and, and kind of lean into this new way of, of how you know I want to work and how I want to show up. And the support that she got from the group and the breakouts, it gave her more confidence. And literally she messaged me, sent me a text message and like share that news. And I was so excited. So um, these groups are transformative and I would love to have you part of it. So that's all I have for today. I feel like this was a bit of a long one, but I feel really good sharing it. And I'm so glad that you're here. Again, my name is Allison Tibbs. This is I Buy Myself Flowers. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day.